0: Las Vegas Bowl Eve, a BYU-Utah matchup unlike any other. What would a win tomorrow mean for Cougar football? BYU head coach Bronco Mendenhall joins us on set for his final interview on BYU Sports Nation. Plus, Cougar football legend at NFL Pro
1: Bowl tight end Chad Lewis returns to the show, and it's game day for men's basketball. Let's
0: go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by The BYU store, simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now live from the Hard Rock.
1: BYU Sports Nation live from the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's a little bit warmer today. Oh, it's five degrees warmer. It's 41. (laughs) Broadcasting and Radio Vision presented (laughs) by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Friday, December 18th, Las Vegas Bowl Eve, wherever and however you are dialed in. It's nice to have you with us. Hey,
0: how, how about this crowd we've got okay. here? Yeah. It, up. it took a few days. It's 41 degrees, and we got. They we got, got to a Vegas. Here. Look they look got to guys. Vegas. Love it. Love I, it. I know of Alaska, Arizona, L.A. That's just from a couple people talking to them.
1: My name is Spencer Linton, and I'm sitting next to a man named Jaron Jordan who is having the
0: best week ever. Silver Sun pickups Wednesday, okay. Thursday night. Yep. Uh, or was it Tuesday night when we got here? It was, that Tuesday, was Tuesday, night. Tuesday night. Thursday night. Last night, obviously uh, Star Wars. Oh, go see Star Wars, everybody! Go see Star Wars. It was awesome. BYU Utah tomorrow. Oh yeah, that's that's happening
1: too. And let's not forget some pool time, Jerem.
0: Okay, so. <laughs> uh, I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> this morning I said, if this is retweeted 200 times by 9:45 a.m. Pacific, I'll jump in the Hard Rock Hotel LV pool behind our set. Okay. What's, what's funny about that is, as, as I was like, man, is 200 retweets too high? He said maybe 150, and then I changed 150, and now 200. I should have said 500. <laughs> I made a mistake. 301 retweets later, I'm jumping in the pool. You had like later a, in the yeah, show. Yeah. Later, Later in the show, because cause I'm the shave-the-head, jump-in-the-pool monkey on this program. You did this to yourself. I did do this to you myself. You did this to yourself. <laughs> it's reality. This is actually a reality TV show. We just don't tell anybody. That.
1: There were 50 retweets in, like, 0. 0.5 seconds. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, oh, okay, it's happening. It's
0: <laughs> Are you ready? Are you mentally prepared? No. There's been an awakening. Can you feel it? Yes, I will feel it. Absolutely. Here are today's
1: BYU Sports Nation headlines. Coaching search day 14. Kalani Sataki, former BYU running back. And current offensive or defensive coordinator at Oregon State, he appears to be the front runner. Though Kyle Whittingham, head coach of Utah, hasn't taken himself out of the conversation officially.
0: We'll see if anything's announced today. If it, if it goes into next, if it's not announced today, in my opinion, Kyle Whittingham will be in play next week. We'll see. Because the bowl game will be yes, over. Yes, because then the bowl game will be over and he can talk fully, like Kenya Lola after Army-Navy. Bowl activities today include a media luncheon with players and coaches at 11 Pacific time and then the Fremont Street experience for fans with the bands and cheerleaders tonight at 6 Pacific. I don't know if anyone's going to throw hands tonight there again, but they might. Listen, we don't dance. <laughs> we, we throw, throw hands. hands.
1: <laughs> Men's basketball. It's game day. Against oh, yeah, Central they play Michigan. Yeah, the Cougars trying to get things back on track at home. They're undefeated in the Marriott Center, have struggled away from home. But tonight against the Chippewas in Provo, 9 p.m. Eastern. You can watch that game live on BYU TV. Listen to it on BYU Radio. Dave McCann and Blaine Fowler will be on the
0: call for BYU TV. And Jimmer and the Westchester Knicks play tonight on the road against the Maine Red Claws, 7 Eastern time for his Jimmerness. Pool time. On the way, Jared. Later. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> in the meantime, rise and shout.
1: It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. A game and a rivalry unlike any other. Final play of the
0: game, barring a penalty all the time in the world for Beck. Can anybody get open for him? He'll roll right. Let's it go. Find this guy! Touchdown! Fourth down and 18. Eight. Hall watches it. He's got Colley waiting on it. Catches it across the 40 yard line. Four man rush. Throwing it over the middle. It's caught. Andrew George.
1: Touchdown, BYU. Two years, two months. And Find this guy! And 27 days have passed since BYU in Utah last renewed. Their long standing gridiron rivalry. It's been 800, that long? 818 days wow. since the Cougars and Utes lined up on a football field against each other. It's been a long time. That all changes on day 819 tomorrow, Saturday, December 20th, in the Las Vegas Bowl at the Sam Boyd Stadium, 3.30 p.m. Eastern, kickoff on ABC. Actually, it's December 19th. I'm getting ahead of myself. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. what's Saturday, December 20th in 2027? That is correct. Saturday, December 19th. But still, ABC national audience to watch a game that Stuart Mandel
0: called the greatest, the guy from Fox Sports, the greatest bowl game ever. The stakes are so high for this game because BYU could win 10 games, could finish with the top 25 ranking, you could beat Utah. I I can't, I've said this leading up to this, but I'll just say it again. In a non-championship or college football playoff situation, I can't see how the stakes could be any higher than what they are for this game.
1: It's a game that's not exactly lacking in riveting, compelling storylines. All while a search for a new
0: BYU coach is taking place. Today's the first day where I felt like the, the trending topic actually was BYU-Utah. The coaching search is still happening, but there's not anything fresh today. So BYU-Utah, it's game day eve. All of a sudden, it's, it's Cougars and Utes, which it should be. And being in Vegas and seeing fans here and, and feeling the environment, being in the Fremont Street experience, all of that. It's built up to this moment, which is tomorrow. And it's going to be epic. We went over to the stadium yesterday. We're going to be live there tomorrow. Beck and Harleen on the show at the same time, by the way. Noon Eastern time. Oh, that's awesome. There'll be some serious shadows on the field, by the way, in the second half. So that will play a role. 62 degrees, game time temperature. A little
1: different than this right now. Yes. and uh, I so just jump little tomorrow wind. when it's in the 60s? <sighs> I don't think that's going to fly, man. <laughs> <laughs> there are, people are booing at even yeah. the suggestion. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's Listen, we we got we got to be careful here. We got oh, it's grown in size too. It's like a it's like a swimming pool mob. This
1: is a happy throng. They want to see Jerem Jordan jump yeah. in the pool. Yeah. BYU Utah tomorrow again from Sam Boyd Stadium in Las Vegas. It's kind of in a way sensory overload, but in a great oh, it's way. Fantastic. It's fantastic. So no overload. I have
0: awesome. the I have the bandwidth for all of this. With that in mind, we ask you today's Twitter question. What would a win over Utah mean tomorrow for BYU football? First tweet, at Warren Parker, used hashtag BYUSN. It would be an early, awesome, and beautiful, capital U, present. Who doesn't want... A win over Utah as an early Christmas present. And tomorrow is one week from Christmas. Second tweet, at Greenhaw. Huh? a 10-win season, a ranking national relevance plus good to finally get the curse off our backs. And that
1: goes back to what you said. You talked about the 10-win the season and setting yourself up for next year. That absolutely matters. If you're a 10-win team coming back with a quarterback that's still young and has experience,
0: most likely you're going to be ranked next year. Yeah, if if BYU wins 10 games, and this this game is going to be seen by a lot of people. I believe it's the third bowl game of the season, maybe second. Um, it's on ABC. It's on a Saturday. Brent Musburger, Jesse Palmer, Maria Taylor calling the game. The hype for this game has been built up nationally because guys like Stuart Mandel are talking about this game. Sporting News named it the number one bowl game, period, which I think is a little crazy. I think it's one of the better games. It's not better than a college football playoff, but it's a good bowl game. If you win that, you get a new head coach. To me, that's like the rocket booster that a spaceship needs to get to outer space because outer space is the 2016 season right now for BYU with the new head coach. This would launch BYU into that, and I think that to some degree, regardless of the result, it will be dismissed once the new head coach uh, is hired. So if BYU loses, it will be like, well, we have a new head coach. It's okay. But if BYU wins, it will be like, hey, look what happened. We have a team that won 10 games, and we have a new head coach, and we're playing Utah in game two again next year, and we can do it. That'd be the conversation. Think to about this. It's been six years since BYU
1: beat Utah in football. That hurts me. Six years because of the two year hiatus and then the oh, four Oh, you don't need to explain the math to me to drive the dagger in. Okay, it's, it's been a really long time. And so, <laughs> going back to that tweet from Matt R. Greenhaw, get the curse off our backs. So, maybe it would have a little bit more lasting meaning because Utah has beaten BYU every year. That they've played
0: since 2009. What what else would it mean? It would mean that BYU is on par with Utah. Because they've lost the last four. Utah made the jump into hyperspace. BYU's never been them as, as a P5. Five years ago. Utah is in a great position. They're in the Pac 12. BYU, I'm, I'm, I'm jealous of that. You know, I would rather BYU be in the Pac 12 than the Big 12 or even independent. So, BYU has something to prove. They have a state championship on the line, they have snapping that streak on the line, top 25 ranking, trying to get Bronco a 100th win, uh, go into the 2016 season with some mojo, maybe preseason ranking. This is as big as it gets in a non-championship situation. BYU will face a Power 5 team this season for the fifth
1: time now. They beat Nebraska in the opener and have lost... The three games against Power 5 teams after that, UCLA, Michigan, Missouri. Now Utah presents the next opportunity for BYU to be a Power 5 team. And not just any Power 5 team, Jerem, but one that would give Bronco a win that would be unprecedented in his 11 seasons. And that brings us to our stat of the day.
0: It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU has not beaten a Power 5 team that finished a season with nine or more wins under Bronco Mendenhall. That is a shocking statistic. BYU's beaten teams that finished with nine plus wins, but they weren't Power 5 teams. This would be the first and last and only under Bronco Mendenhall. So you could argue in one sense of the word that this would be the most meaningful win that Bronco Mendenhall ever got. When BYU beat Oklahoma, they were ranked three. Trust me. It felt meaningful. Meaningful when University Avenue was full of students and everyone was partying, and it was awesome in BYU-led Sports Center. That was meaningful. BYU created a situation where Oklahoma had a bad season because Colby Clausen injured Sam Bradford. This would be one of the most. So I would put it in the top five wins in the Bronco Men and year certainly. If BYU wins tomorrow,
1: certainly I'd say top three. I mean, you look at what Bronco hasn't. Okay, what about the what about the teams that had the most wins? Oklahoma and Oregon State in 2009 both won. Eight games. That's Iro- the most. Ironically enough, that was the last year BYU beat Utah as well. And that was an 11-win an BYU team. 11 team. Okay? Top 20 BYU team. Texas in 2013, that 550-yard rushing craziness. They won eight. Led by Texas. Brown Hill. fired. Yeah, Texas won eight games that year. So BYU has an opportunity to go out and do something that they have never done under Bronco Mendenhall, beat a Power 5 team with at least nine wins. And like you said, with that metric
0: in play, if, a, if they win tomorrow, where would that where would that rank? Yeah, you're right. Top five, top three, whatever. It, it's one of the more meaningful wins. Here's the other thing. The good BYU quarterbacks, and everyone thinks that Tanner Mangum's going to be in that group, right? The line to me, like, first guy out is like, I don't know, Walsh and Federick. Every, everyone in, it's like, Shidey, Nielsen, Wilson, McMahon, Young, Bosco, Detmer, Dolman, Beck Hall, like the really good ones. All of them beat Utah at least once. So Tanner Mangum can get that done right away. If he wins tomorrow, all the good ones beat Utah. National Freshman of the Year already from the... If they had at least two games, they beat Utah yeah. in at least one yeah. of them. Taysom Hill has started one game against Utah. Isn't that crazy? He's only started one game against Utah. And that was in 2013, BYU lost by a touchdown. Will he start
1: another one next year?
0: Oh, We'll have, the, we'll have like oh, eight yeah. months to We've discuss. We've got, <laughs> got a long time to discuss
1: for sure. This rivalry, I mean, it, more often than not, Jerem, it comes down to
0: the last drive. It really does. It comes down to the final 14 of the last 17 games have been decided by one score or less. 14 of the last 17 going back to 97. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Join BYU
1: Sports Nation. What would a win over Utah tomorrow mean for BYU football to the Twitter machine? It's Twitter time. At one BYU Cougar, a win would not mean that much for Utah, excluding those with local ties. It is expected since joining the Pac-12. So there's an angle from about the Utah team. Okay, so in that
0: instance, it kind of feels like, well, yeah, if they win, they're the favorite. They're supposed to. They win are that favored game. in this game by two. They're, and suppo- they're two supposed and a half, to win by that game. The way. But this is a BYU home game. BYU bought up the tickets. We asked Kyle Whittingham about, you know, it's neutral-ish. Uh, but not really. you know, B- BYU fans are going to have a make a difference in the game. At David Fiso,
1: who was in the crowd, it would mean an end to the losing streak and a storybook ending to Broncos'
0: time at BYU. It would be a nice ending, wouldn't it? 100th win? That's the perfect number. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, he's a Cougar legend.
1: Chad Leapin-Lewis, NFL All-Pro tight end. What would a win over Utah tomorrow mean for BYU football, in his opinion? This is BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. You can always use the hashtag
0: BYUSN. Chime in whenever you feel like it. Tomorrow afternoon. 2.30 2.30 Eastern time, countdown to kickoff is live from Provo and Las Vegas. Dave McCann, Blaine Fowler, David Nixon, Brian Logan, and Provo. Spencer Linton live from Sam Boyd Stadium. Check it out. We will get you ready uh, for countdown to kickoff in BYU and Utah. We will be live at noon Eastern with BYU Sports Nation, countdown to kickoff at 2.30 Eastern. All live we got you covered, Sam baby.
1: Boyd Stadium. Football all day long on a Saturday. The 19th, not the 20th, by the way, Jerem. Hey, what would a win over Utah tomorrow mean for BYU football? At Jay Butler, y Fan says this. Close win equals satisfaction. Blowout win equals balance to the force and exorcism to a mental edge they have had.
0: I love winning. I don't care what shape or form it takes. In fact, the dramatic wins actually feel more meaningful and are remembered forever. Win right? by one, win by 100, it doesn't matter. Don't care.
1: Just win. Joining us now is former NFL All-Pro and Cougar legend Chad Leapin-Lewis. Chad, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Thank you, thank you.
2: Love your conversation. Just win, baby. That's what it's just, all about. Just, find, just <laughs> win,
1: man. One point more, great, let's go. End the losing streak to Utah. So with that in mind, uh, well, actually, I, wa- I want to point out something. Chad is wearing an exclusive BYU Sports Nation stay loyal to the Royals yeah, these things sweatshirt. are hot right
2: here. So if you want one of these, you better get going. They're flying off the
1: shelves. One of 25 right now. Really, it's just keeping you warm. That's most important, right? It. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, no, you you are welcome. Okay, now to, now to the Twitter question. You've heard our thoughts. What would a win for BYU tomorrow against Utah mean for this program?
2: It means a win versus Utah. This is your rival. This is uh, one of the biggest games you play all year. We're lucky that it matched up this way that we played play them in a bowl game. Um, it's a civil war. My brother played for Utah. I played for BYU. Um, without him playing there, I would have never played college football. So, uh, And then the, my freshman year, they beat us with a 55-yard field goal at the end. We got in a fight. They were trying to tear down our goal posts. <laughs> and out of nowhere, boom, my brother's on the field standing with me making sure I don't get my head ripped off. It was nice. Uh, so blood's <laughs> thicker than water. This game, it's real important for everyone. So it's not The bigness of it isn't the 100th win. It's not that they're power five. It's that this is BYU versus Utah. This is your rival. This is why you play the game. They've got four on us. And to win this game, it takes execution and perfect fundamentals. Don't get all crazy. Don't live outside of your own mind. Play the game. Execute. Make your plays one after another all the, way, all the way to the end of the game. Listen,
1: are you going to give a pregame speech tomorrow? Because I would highly encourage you. To I'm ready. So. Let's okay. go.
2: <laughs> yeah, I love our guys. I love our team. I love our guys. I love our coaches. Uh, this has been fun to be with them, see this. It was extraordinary to go from Taysom getting hurt with the Liz Frank and see this team and staff rally around each other and buckle up and buckle down and just fight through the season. There's been some some ups and downs, but... What they did this year was uh, remarkable. Absolutely. So That's I a love. great word for it. Yeah. It's,
0: it's been a wild season in, in many accounts. All this discussion you talked about, it. in the end, it's just BYU and Utah.
2: We're talking big picture, but once, once that ball is kicked off, what do you think the atmosphere is going to be like? It'll be wide, wild for the first few minutes. And those are the first few minutes you need to hunker down as a player. Don't lose your mind. Don't do something stupid. Do not get baited into getting a personal foul because those personal fouls in rivalry, rivalry games are costly. Don't do that. So keep your wits about you. Strike first, strike hard. No mercy, sir. Keep going. Um, But those first few minutes, they're key to BYU football. You come out with a mental edge. You cannot be touched. You can't be um, derailed from what you're trying to get done. You definitely match emotion with emotion. So you don't tiptoe into that game and get jacked in the mouth and wonder, what happened? Well, these guys really want it. You go and you kick the door down and you fight as hard as you can from the very first snap until the very last snap. So you're not surprised by the power of the emotion of this game. You match it, but you keep your wits about you when you're going through that. When we look at
0: the way Utah plays, they remind me of Michigan in the the way that they play man-to-man, the way that they're physical –
2: Will that experience and how bad it was maybe help BYU in this game? It will only help BYU if we've proven to ourselves in practice and games that we can get open in tough man to man coverage. I've looked at the tape. I think our coaches have done a good job of calling, you know, I think Robert's done a great job of mixing it up with with draws, with crossing routes, with some verticals. I think he's I think it's really been good. I think as players, um, we can be more effective at getting separation at the move point. That's where the game is won. So you can do all the fancy stuff you want, but if you're not getting separation where you need to get separation, then there's nowhere for Tanner to throw the ball. So that for our receivers and backs is critical in this game.
1: You're a pass catcher, so I know you're partial to the guys that catch the ball and need to get open on the outside. But are there any other position matchups between BYU and Utah that you'll be
2: watching for specifically tomorrow? Tomorrow I'm watching our run game. Algie Brown, Francis Bernard, that's critical to playing Utah and playing Utah well. They want to stop the run, force you to pass, bring the heat. Kyle Whittingham's done an incredible job as a coach over the years doing exactly that. So our run game, offensive line, um, running backs, receivers blocking down the field. you got to bring the physicality to this bowl game. And so it'll be, it'll be cool to watch the matchups with these running backs if they're driving for extra yards protecting the football and if the receivers are busting people loose with, with great blocks. And then the effort of the offensive line, that is where football games are won. So I hope that our offensive line has some nasty edge and a chip on their shoulder, and they're saying, I want to prove to myself, my mom and dad, (laughs) my coaches, my teammates, and Utah that I'm ready for this game. Because when the clock goes zero tomorrow, whether it's several overtimes or not, when it goes zero, the team that wants it the most wins the game. Is Squally Canada the not-so-secret weapon? I think it'll be fun to watch him play. It'll be difficult because he hasn't been carrying the rock in regular season games with people trying to strip that football. So if he can do what he's done in practice, don't do anything more. Don't do anything crazy. Just do what you've done in practice. That will be sufficient. He runs very hard. Um, He's got an attitude when he runs. He's He's got some speed and shiftiness, power to and through the hole. I'm hoping that he has a great game and and more than anything that he holds on to the football. That's that's number one for me. Just take care of the football and you're going to be just fine.
1: BYU football legend Chad Lewis with us on BYU Sports Nation. You've talked a little bit about some of your experiences that you've had as a player in this BYU-Utah game. Now you're in a position where you're part of the staff or administration and in a different role. So how has the bowl game experience preparing for this rivalry been different for you this time around?
2: Uh, this time around has been different. Uh, when I pulled up into town, uh, my father-in-law, he passed away. Doug Fellows, my absolute hero. I love him. And uh, he's, been, he's been very sick for the last year and a half. Um, it was definitely his time to go. And when I drove into town, we were with him for about two hours before he he took his last breath. So this bowl game for me is, is way different. Um, I'm going to miss Doug, and I'm grateful for his example. So sorry to pull it away from football but this bowl game is totally different for me your name
0: has come up recently in the coaching search whatnot are you interested in coaching in the future
2: in any capacity i think about it sometimes it's fun to coach it's fun to be a part of football it's fun to be with the guys and share the knowledge that you've learned it just it's so important timing is important all that stuff's important i think it's uh very impressive what our coaches have done over the last several years uh how many bowl games in a row 11 11 that's crazy uh the consistency with winning. I'm telling you, head coaches in college or pro will beg, borrow, steal, and kill to win 8, nine, ten games. And we've done that consistently. Uh, hats off to Bronco and his staff to just fight through the ups and downs, injuries, everything that comes with football and keep, keep winning. That's really cool. What kind of a situation whoever the new coach is
1: does this guy and his staff walk into now the Bronco Mendenhall is leaving. They
2: walk into a team loaded with talent. They've done a great job assembling guys. And so you got Tanner Mangum. you got Fred. you got so many great players. So the cupboard is full of good players. There's great recruits that we need to get after quick so they don't go somewhere else. Um, but BYU is an extraordinary place to play football. I've played in college and pro, as you know. It's different other places. This locker room, this atmosphere at Brigham Young University is the coolest place to play football in the solar system. So. <laughs> Thank you for saying solar system on the heels of stars That's right. That's in the right. galaxy. So I think when people play here, when they get to either coach or play, it is is a special place. When you take the field and you have a BYU, a, a Y on your helmet, on your chest, it means so much. That's the gift of playing at BYU. It is special and it runs
0: deep. And when you see Utah on the other side, uh, I can't think of a more exciting moment. Um, yeah. in, Remington Peck, there's a tight end that plays for BYU and they throw the ball to him sometimes.
2: Yeah. What do you think of that? And what this do you is the passing touchdown? For the last four years, I've been in Remington Peck's ear saying, bro. I want you to do something this game to get you on SportsCenter top 10. Is that cool? <laughs> all these years, nothing. And all of a sudden, boom, he's made tight end. He's throwing touchdowns. I'm like, bro, is that what it took to get you on the offensive side of the ball, to get you on SportsCenter top 10? Come on, man. They just had to let him drop his own play. Oh, my gosh. He's done a good job. I mean, he's, he's, not, he's not killing people with his routes, but he's running effective routes. And he's done a great job catching the ball. He's a sure-handed guy. And, you know, he catches the ball, tucks it away. He's a big body with a big booty, and he's running that thing down the field. I love it. So I love to see him out there playing ball. He's a fun guy. He's real coachable. He's a good leader on the team. Um, I'd love to see him have a great game tomorrow. Could you throw a dime like that in your playing days that he threw to Taron Houck? That was a nice ball. It was a good, it pass. Was a good pass. It was he right on the money. Through, good arc, boom, everything. I mean, you can't get better than that. So. <laughs> at Gleminate 11. At 18, Clue 89. See
0: Lou. See Lou, bringing it hard on Bureau's portation make me want to hit something or someone fired up. Get out of your living room and hit someone (laughs) (laughs) there.
2: That's what I say.
0: (laughs) It's probably at work. It's probably not going to be an HR. Get back to work.
1: Okay, we'll end with this, Chad. As a guy who, who went through a Liz Frank injury, and Taysom Hill has gone through that and is recovering from it, and Craig Bills yeah has gone through that and is recovering from it. What's I want that? to talk
2: to those Nixon sisters. What? Oh, <laughs> they're <laughs> contagious. What, what is up? What is that? David? <laughs> recovery process like? It's long. It's hard. They told me the second it happened, this is this is the big one. I don't know if you'll ever come back. It will take a year, and you try and do what you can to speed that thing up, but your foot is in, bro. This is a year. And so when you start running, I mean, Craig just signed with the Eagles. He went out and had his workout the next day. He was so sore he couldn't walk. I've lived that. And I've been on, you know, talking with Craig this morning about trying to get that thing better as fast as possible to get with the Eagles this season. I hope he can. It's weird to see how, you know, you wish as a player it was just a broken bone. Give me six weeks, and I'm back, back up to full speed. But a Liz Frank is, is such a crucial, tiny ligament. It, is, it holds the spring of your whole energy system in your foot. And when that thing goes, it takes a little while. So Taysom's watching Craig. So he's knowing about his same time frame. Taysom heals like a monster beast, though. So I'll be excited to see if he can get ready March, April, if he's going to go pro or what he's going to do, see how fast that thing comes. It will come. Just take some time. Just a matter of time. Chad Lewis in the royal
1: blue sweatshirt, BYU in the royal blue uniforms tomorrow against Utah. What does that mean to you when you see that team, not just with the stretch white run out, but run out on a field in the royal blue uniforms?
2: There's just something about a football player that when you take the field and it's your team and it happens to be in royal and it happens to be against Utah and you know what it takes to to slam your human body up against someone else's human body, And fight like crazy to win the game. Just to show up and see the pageantry of college football. To know what's at stake. It is so cool. Um, That's why why everyone's coming down to Vegas. That's why millions of people are going to watch this game. Because it matters. It's cool. Staying loyal to the royal, Chad Lewis with us on
1: BYU Sports Nation. How about a nice hand for Chad Lewis for those in attendance? Yeah. I think you have motivated the people to a new level now, Chad. You going to jump in with me? Hey, it's Friday.
2: It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's tomorrow at 1230. That's when it counts. Do you want to jump in with me later? Uh, yeah. Definitely we will think about it. I'm a polar bear plunge type oh, yeah. of guy. so. Yeah. My kids might be with you. What time? What time are you doing it? In about 20 minutes. Let's get some retweets. 25 minutes. Let's go. I might be here with you. I've had like 300 retweets. We're doing so it. So you're do- you're yeah. good. All right, it's over. Up
1: next, Broncos Mendenhall's final interview on BYU Sports Nation as the BYU football coach. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan broadcasting live in Radio Vision from the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV,
0: presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tomorrow we will have a live special edition of BYU Sports Nation from Sam Boyd Stadium. John Beck and Johnny Harleen will be on the show at the same time. That should be awesome. Noon Eastern time, live from Sam Boyd Stadium. The more I think about the water, the colder I'm getting. Like This is by far the coldest I've been this week. Why do you do and this to yourself? And everyone laughs. Uh, this why is a real do, thing. Why
1: do you do this to yourself?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I keep telling my uh, psychiatrist that as well.
1: <laughs>
0: Jerem Jordan taking the
1: plunge here in about, oh fifteen 15 minutes or so. In the meantime, let's go fast, go hard, and refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Coaching search day 14, Kalani Sataki, defensive coordinator at Oregon State, former BYU running back, still seems to be the guy that is leading the charge here. Kyle Whittingham, head coach at Utah right now, hasn't taken himself out of the conversation. So it seems like it's going to be one of those
0: two guys. Bowl activities today include a media luncheon with the players and coaches at 11 Pacific time. Fremont Street experiences tonight, 6 Pacific for the fans with the bands and the cheerleaders. BYU men's
1: basketball back to work tonight in the Marriott Center against Central Michigan. The Chippewas and Cougars tip off at 9 p.m. Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. You can listen to Dave McCann and Blaine
0: Fowler on the TV call. Jimmer Fredette and the Westchester Knicks play tonight on the road against the Maine Red Claws 7 Eastern time. Today marks the final interview that Bronco
1: Mendenhall will do with us on BYU Sports Nation as the head coach at BYU. Who knows if we'll talk to him again when he's at Virginia. But as the BYU head coach, this is the last time Bronco joins us on set. Here is that interview. Bronco, first and foremost, what are you going to do in Charlottesville about finding a new green room snack guy?
3: You know, those are things that you really can't plan. You just have to let it. Unfold, And, you know, I don't think ours was orchestrated. I just one day was going into the green room, green room, and there was a guy with snacks there. And it just, that was this incredible new chapter of our lives. <laughs> we're we're, of, we're tied together a... in a way that not many other people can be. This is true. And do you have a snack for them? In keeping with tradition, yes.
1: I wanted the jalapeno Pringles.
3: Which, which would have been my favorite.
1: Because they're your favorite. But they, they weren't available
3: in the Hard Rock Hotel. Yeah. So I had to go with the cheddar cheese. So just... The the thought is really what is touching and warms my heart that you would put that much effort to go to the Hard Rock snack shop <laughs> right before the show started and put that much thought into what I get. But I, I think symbolically, I think what we ought to do is I'm going to place these right between the two of you, and whoever the next coach becomes, then you can symbolically pass the torch. This is the torch. That is the torch, and he, you can he, pass he it to re-gifted. him. He just
0: re-gifted. It's, around, it's a week from it, Christmas. It's, it's,
3: it's not regifting. That is just a symbolic passing of the torch, and possibly this relationship continues, maybe. Who, who knows? Yeah.
1: You haven't gotten rid of me that easily. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we, we, have some,
0: we, have some, we have some real gifts. We, uh, this has some BYU Sports Nation swag in it nice. uh, that we want you to have. We have the uh, royal blue sweatshirt. There's only 25 of those in existence
3: right now. Royal blue. Royal Blue, baby. I like Royal Blue. As yeah. Chad Lewis says, stay loyal well. to the Royal. Stay loyal to the – I like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah there you go. It's good. Bronco Mendenhall with us. Uh, his final BYU Sports Nation interview as the BYU head football coach. Uh, we ha- make a living out of, like, convincing people to give us things from games and, and situations they're in. Can we get something from your final game that you, maybe you wear or you have with you? The sideline's Hat final contest? I,
3: I think that would be great, yeah. For the set. I'm,
1: I'm we in. want to put it on the set.
3: Yep, I'm in. We're, hat, we're beggars. Wh- whatever, hat, whatever hat that I wear tomorrow. Awesome. That sounds good. Fantastic. Uh,
0: we've been. Our Twitter question today is this: What would a win over Utah mean for BYU football?
3: What do you think? Uh, I, I think um, a win tomorrow would would mean a lot of things. First and foremost, it would just be a great finish for this team and this season, and and that. Rather than make it bigger than that, that's where where my focus lies. This team has worked really hard. They've had great leadership, um, a really challenging schedule, and they've done an amazing job. And I would like more than anything just for this team to get 10 wins and finish this season um, on that note. And I, I, I don't think I would make it any bigger than that.
1: So the significance of a potential win number 100 for you as you lead by BYU, it sounds like it doesn't carry much weight for you. It doesn't.
3: The the, the motive for the game and the motive to stay, to coach the game, was to try to help our team win one more time. And uh, I care about these players a a lot. And I, I thought that would give us as a program and as a team our best chance in this game to have success. And... And so, man, that that's where my focus lies. Any of the other things are th- – those are just things that have been kind of brought up along the way. This is to, to win game number 10 for this team.
0: You've taken on the challenge of doing two jobs at once. How, how do you split your time and manage that?
3: It, it, it's harder than what I thought. Um, so there's really two days within a day. There's um, the BYU focus that goes all the way until everything's exactly ready for the next day. And then there's about a, a, an hour break, and then um, it shifts into the Virginia um, preparation, and that happens at nighttime. One job is all-encompassing and really requires everything you can do just to manage that and, and to take on something else. In addition to that, for the past uh, couple of weeks has been a, a really uh, difficult challenge.
1: Did you just kind of tell your family, like, hey, I'll talk to you at <laughs> length on uh, December 21st? Holly gets
3: it. Um, <laughs> she, she's... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, she and the boys both get it. They're um they're really supportive, but they 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 understand what's happening and and um Holly helps with that tremendously while she's working um looking for housing and and what schools the kids might go to and what wards they might be in and what activities and where the boundaries are for this and that and um I'm trying to coach this team to help us win 10 games.
0: Yeah, moving is moving is not fun. That's for it's sure. It's a beast. Uh, what on the field matchup or matchups are you most concerned about right now?
3: You know, I I just think um, so. My approach to to all the games is is to treat the opponent as nameless and, and faceless, and I've said that a couple of times this year, and and that doesn't sit well with a lot of people, especially in a game like this. But that's really the way you objectively look at how the teams stack up, and this particular team is a top twenty or top twenty five team this season. Uh, with the senior quarterback, um, and both interiors are big and physical, and I think that 's where they 're built from is the inside out and so you 've got a good decision maker at quarterback with experience you have the chance to control the game in the interiors and and then uh, a strong kicking game as well and so their games have been um, uh, for the most part relatively close um, and, and kind of played throughout four quarter throughout four quarters. Ours have been similar and uh it's just uh it's a good matchup against a good team.
1: A lot of people are excited about what Squally Canada mm. brings to this BYU team. And I know I've mentioned a few times his his ability to move laterally is something I haven't seen for a while at BYU. What, what do you like about his game and what kind of a role will he play on Saturday?
3: The Squally's tried really hard on the scout team. He reminds me a lot of the role that uh, Curtis Brown played when I first got to BYU. And he tried really, really hard. And he was one of the reasons that the defense had success because oh. of his Um, efforts on a daily basis so squally is is that player for us this year Um, none of us have seen him other than going all the way back to fall camp what he'll do in in uh, live action so to speak but he is fast he is quick he tries hard (coughs) how much of the offense he's picked up and what role he'll be used in that remains to be seen
0: the the team seems pretty healthy right now is that the case
3: i I would say as healthy as you can be for um, going into the the 13th game and so we're there's there's no uh, no players that we think that, man, this is going to make a significant difference one way or the other because he's in or out. And it's basically our same team with possibly an addition of Squally, and we'll have Manoa Pakula back um, so far for this game. and And so, yeah, it'll be a very similar team as what we've been seeing.
1: What type of atmosphere do you expect on Saturday when the
3: ball is kicked off? Well, I think I think um, the teams will try really really hard to win the game, and and I think that uh, there's there is a level of um, an extra um, focus on the on the game because of who the teams are and what the history is. But ultimately, the execution will win the game, and the execution will be tied to the preparation, and so. And I think we practiced really well, and I think our coaches have worked really hard. And there'll be twists and turns and unexpected things along the way, but I think you'll see a really physical game with, with uh, a lot of guys trying really hard.
0: What kind of conversation did you have with the team after the Fremont Street experience
3: the um, other I didn't really. I didn't talk to them until the uh, the next day. They, when when that happened, they just um, they looked at me and I uh, basically told them to leave.
0: Were you scheduled to leave?
3: Um, right after that, yeah,, okay. so it was just slightly before, um, but it was fitting that uh, we could walk away from that, so I think our team handled it really, really well, and uh, President Wortham had talked to the team before we uh, before we left for las vegas and and his simple message and appropriate message was keeping the main thing the main thing and and that 's our players have grasped that and and so uh, to this point they 've really done a nice job of of not listening to what anyone says or writes or taunts them with, and there's just focusing on their preparation. And and I would really like that to continue all the way through.
1: I know how much you base your game planning and scheming on what fans say on social media. <laughs> so with that in the, the, mind. The word's finally out.
3: I, I tried to keep that a secret for That's uh, what it 11 was. years. Oh, man. Someone's finally cracked the code. Yeah, I've seen a few, I've seen
1: a few people say, Okay, because this is Broncos' final game, or are there going to be some weird, crazy plays? Is he going to? Everything he had in his pocket is it all coming out on Saturday? What kind of wrinkles are we going to see in the game on Saturday?
3: You know, uh, they wouldn't be wrinkles if I told you now. That's a great answer. <laughs> That's a
0: great
1: answer. So
3: we're going to try our best to win the game.
0: Besides us. What will you miss most about BYU?
3: <laughs> I'm glad that you guys mentioned that first because I had this whole tribute plan. But once you just, you know, we got it out of the yeah, way, yeah. which saved me so much. I, I had a PowerPoint and I had music, and so I, if you would have just told me you were going to say it yourself, then I wouldn't have had to do the extra work. Uh, no question, I'm going to miss the players, um, and I'm going to miss the the unique um, nature of the school and being able to include. Um, what I believe with what I uh, do professionally and have those two things merge. And that's been uh, maybe reached a level of satisfaction that um, I didn't think possible, maybe in any profession.
1: If you ever feel like being a guest host on this show <laughs> at any point in the future, I think there's a good chance we can work something
0: out.
3: Is there a, is there a Skype segment possibly? I mean, maybe there's a Charlottesville. We can figure it out. Yeah, there's yeah, some, some the kind
0: Charlottesville that <laughs> of Charlottesville branch. By the way, do you want to jump in the pool with me? I'm doing that later. I Advanced don't think so. Response. But
3: so how many? What what are, what are what are the the tweets? Is it tweet
0: well, tweets up to? We taped this and are airing it later, so uh-huh. I don't want to say that number. Yeah. Well, I'll look it up as of right now. As of now, yeah, as of now, I'll this look interview. up this number. Okay, as of this interview. And we had two thirty-seven.
3: And we had it two hundred. Had it two hundred.
0: So I I, mean, put it, should it, I should have put it higher.
3: What I'm proposing, oh just as as a gift to the two of you, oh is because I, I see it as sports nation, not sport nation. It wouldn't be just sport nation. It's sports, meaning two. Yeah. And I see this as a team. And well, so I, I would say if it gets to 250... What? If it gets to 250. It's at 237. That, yeah, that's 13 Listen, more. let's raise the bar, Bronco. Okay, that's 251. <laughs> if it gets to 251. You've I, gotten soft. I think sports. No, this is a gift. I think sports nation, sports as in plural, it ought to be two cannonballs into the pool. Here, not not just touching the toe or dipping the toes down the steps. I think they ought to be we two cannonballs. We need
0: one of us that doesn't have pneumonia tomorrow for the pregame show.
3: That's I think that would thought. be great TV if you're both. If we both have <laughs> yeah, pneumonia yeah, I think, on game day. Let's, let's test your your will a little bit. Let's see what you're made of.
0: I don't think I could do your, what's the summer?
3: Uh, yeah, the tri- the yeah, the Cougar Challenge. I don't think I can do the Cougar this, Challenge. This, is, this could be a great thing for every bowl game from now on there could be the Sports Nation Challenge of some sort. I'm just saying. It's a thought. Yeah, it's the best okay. thing I could leave you guys with.
1: Now, what, what kind of traditions are, I mean, I know that BYU is unique and you've, you've established some really good things here, Thursday's Hero Program and whatnot. What kind of things are you going to try and, and carry over at Virginia?
3: Uh, the more, more so the principles. We'll see how the programs unfold from there. But I, I love the idea of giving back to the community in some way and, and helping people in need. Um, and I love, uh, I love the ability to to stand for something more than just football. And and so those things will play out in some fashion there um, as we get going.
0: When the when the ball ke- kicks off tomorrow, what do you expect from that atmosphere? in Sam Boyd Stadium?
3: Well, I think it'll be electric. I think it'll be charged. Um, the, both uh, the BYU fans and the Utah fans are passionate about this game and their teams, and and uh, I think, uh, man, everyone will be trying as hard as they can to, to win the game from the stands and, and on the field. And, and uh, I, I think that there won't be any more. Um, there won't be a game in college football to finish the season that will – I'll have more interest and more passion than, than this one will.
0: Is it pleasing in any way that BYU fans bought up all the general tickets and it'll be more of a home game? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's Our fans are amazing, and, and they care a lot about our program. They care a lot about our, our players, and, and they want to win. And this is just the, the next manifestation of that, yeah.
1: You understand that you're taking a, a bunch of fans, though they're BYU fans, <laughs> with you to Charlottesville, right?
3: Uh, yeah, I, I've uh, I've heard that, and it, it's uh, man, that would be an awesome thing if if the the folks out here in Utah and around the country have two teams now they cheer for, and that that would be really neat.
1: What go ahead? What's your what's your emotional state right now?
3: It's hard. It's really hard. Uh, so yeah, trying to do everything I can just to to um, to stay focused on our team and our game, but yeah, not easy.
1: You're gonna make me shed a tear, Coach.
0: <laughs> we got a we got a show
3: to do. We got a whole show to do. We can't be we can't be crying right now. You guys Ugh. you maybe got to take the plunge now and then, you know, just to snap it's out. Got of water it. in you're,
1: my eyes. You're really
3: not concerned about my health. I got water in my eyes. <laughs> Bronco, it's uh, it's been an
1: absolute pleasure, and uh, we thank you for all you've done for BOE football over the 11 years, and we look forward to a great bowl game on Saturday.
3: Thanks to uh, Sports Nation, continued success, and. Uh, it's a unique thing that that uh, BYU has and can do, and you guys do it really well. It's fun. So nice work.
1: Surreal stuff. Bronco Mendenhall for the final time on BYU Sports Nation as the BYU head football coach. Awesome. What would a win over Utah tomorrow mean for BYU football? Bronco says, "Hey, it's ten wins, and that sets them up for a nice year." Yeah. By the way, how you doing, man? I'm really cold. <laughs> <laughs> These fans are anxious to see something. You're about to get colder. Few minutes. Jerem Jordan taking the plunge shortly. BYU Sports Station presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help
0: when you need it most. Nothing to see here. <laughs> Nothing weird. Beck and Harleen tomorrow <laughs> on the show. Live from Sam Boyd Stadium. I can't tell what camera we're on where, but here we are. Jerem's in his swimsuit, ready to go, man. I should have been. I'm not even that cold right now. I will be in a second, but. Alright, we doing this now? We doing no, anything else? No, we, we got we some things to do oh, first. Okay. Let's
1: do it. Let's, let's uh, make you a uh, little bit anxious here. Shake a little bit more. <laughs> Today's rise and shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help. when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. for you, Jerem, I'm giving it to JJ Abrams. Let's give it to JJ. An amazing he performance. Did Star Wars well, yes, yeah.
0: putting together Star Wars. Don't get a shot of my toes. This is weird. <laughs> it's yeah, not, blue. I'm serious. It, Don't. I got toe issues, man. It's blue for the bowl game. I got toe issues. I got calluses. I got enough about me. Our Twitter
1: question today, what would a win over Utah tomorrow mean for BYU football? At WHOP, WAP17 says, it would make my purchase of the ticket worthwhile.
0: Hashtag pricey. I got to point out my my homie lifeguard, man. What's your name? Landon. Landon's Land- Land- Landon Lando, here. Lando Calrizian holding towels over here for me. They're that's, warm. They've been in. They've been in the truck. So yeah, Jer- you yeah, will have a nice that. warm towel welcome. Yeah. Once you get out. How you feeling, man? Talk to me about your emotions. I am really anxious and nervous right now. Like when my head was shaved, I was so naive. Like ah, whatever. And then it, the first sheep shear came through, and I thought, okay, wow. But you get to keep your hair this time. Yeah, that's nice. I, I'm just. am just thinking about the. I'm just thinking about the, it, I'm just thinking about the uh, hot shower I'm about to take in four minutes. <laughs> I'm going to walk back. Okay, as soon as I get in, I'm, I'm going to high-five as many of these awesome fans that were here, are here. And then I'm booking it barefoot all the way to the Paradise Tower over here to get in the hot shower. Who has my key again? Lauren? Lauren has my okay, hotel yeah, Lauren, key to make yeah, sure La-Laren, I can get in. I thought through this process. This what I didn't think about was actually getting in the water. What are you going to do? Are you going to belly flop? Are you going to cannonball? Okay, what are you going to do? I'll cannonball. Let's do
1: it. Okay. Jerem okay. Jordan off the mic. <laughs> getting ready to take the plunge
0: no one wants to see me with the shirt off
1: though so okay hey <laughs> jerem jordan is now removing the final bit of clothing and he- here he goes this is this is the next viral moment in BYU sports nation history <laughs> just do it <laughs> jerem this is an epic moment in BYU Sports Nation history. Push-ups now for Jerem Jordan. The crowd chanting his name. We're, I'm ready when you are, man. Jerem Jordan for the win. Meet Utah! There you go! <laughs> Jerram Jordan into the pool! <laughs> he did it! And he gets a nice ovation from everyone here. Warm towels now being draped around Jerem Jordan. (laughs) Thanks to Landon Oh, my goodness. While well, I have a moment, he dries off. Our elite tweet of the day in response to our question, what would a win over Utah tomorrow mean for BYU football? At J.B. Fiso says, it means the force has awakened in BYU, and forces of good will have vanquished the dark side. Hashtag holy war, hashtag star wars. Jerem Jordan BYU. BYU. making his... Triumphant departure from the pool at the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada, getting a nice warm ovation. <laughs> He's hot. the man with 20 purple towels draped around him. Thanks to Chad Lewis, Bronco Mendenhall and everyone on our crew. The conversation continues 24/7 on Twitter using the hashtag BYUSN. The show on demand on BYUSN.com. Audio podcast on iTunes and the TuneIn app. A reminder, tomorrow, join us live, Sam Boyd Stadium, for a special Saturday edition of BYU Sports Nation at noon Eastern. Basketball tonight, BYU in Central Michigan. Dave McCann, Blaine Fowler on the call on BYU TV. That starts at 9 p.m. Eastern. For Jerem Jordan, who is no longer with me, as he walks off into the sun. I am Spencer Linton. Shout out to Kalani Sataki. We'll see you tomorrow. Las Vegas Bowl, let's go!